0: Is our God All will see how great How great Is our God For you're the name Above all names You are worthy Of all praise my heart will sing how great is our God for you are the name above all names it's Jesus you are worthy of all praise and my heart We'll sing How great Is our God Let's tell him now How great Is our God Sing with me How great Is our God All will see How great How great is our God.
1: Oh, that is some of the highest praise. Because all creation names him as they call him the great God. The heavenly host, when they're discussing, when they refer to our father God, they say the great God we echo that, when we bring that praise in, we're moving into a high praise.
0: Hallelujah. The name above all names,
1: you are
0: worthy of all praise, and my heart will sing how great is our god just tell it to him right now oh how great is our god sing with me how great is our god and all will see how great how great How great the rain
1: join with the host of heaven indeed sing praises to my name for it's good to sing praises and my word proclaims that praise is beautifying for those who are upright in heart praise makes me beautiful makes you beautiful in my eyes says the holy one praise brings forth my presence my holiness my power into your presence Praise brings forth the victory, says the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Can somebody give him praise? Can somebody give him praise? Praise you,
2: Jesus. All
1: praise you, Father God. Praise and honor, wisdom, strength, and power, and might to you, O King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Good morning, Pastor Dola. It's good to see you this morning. How many of y'all agree it's good to see Pastor Dola this morning, right? (laughs) Yeah. Push the button. The button.
3: Okay. There it is. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I live with this all the time. (laughs) I was just gonna say, Teresa, that was beautiful. When you came out with the red flag, the blood of Jesus, I was like, whoa, chills went through me. Thank you, thank you for doing that. And this morning after our Christmas, for some, it's been our hard way to go. Um, Pastor Al fell last night at at his home and he had the um, alert button that he pushed and they came and got him by ambulance somewhere around midnight, I think. And so Tony and Tom had been at the hospital all night with him, he's at Mercy and they admitted him, it, he didn't break anything. It looks like a UTI that uh, is going on in his body. So he's being treated for that.
1: He rolled off the bed. He didn't stand up and fall down. He rolled off the bed, so.
3: I what she told me.
1: That's what you were saying. She told you. No, okay.
3: Anyway, Tony can tell you more. Yes. Either way, he was not on in the bed. He was on the floor. Um, also. You know, Marguerite and Keith. Keith's been. We've been praying for Keith's granddaughter. Her name's Tanya. Um, early 40s, seven kids. She passed away Christmas Day morning. Yes. And um, the youngest grand, the youngest kid is maybe seven. I mean, and there are seven kids in that family. So we need to lift them all up in prayer. Up. And then, of course, uh, Rebecca lost her mother-in-law, Christmas Eve. Yes. Uh, Mike's mother.
1: Jeremiah's grandma.
3: Yeah, good to see you, Jeremiah, this morning, passed away. So, you know, as much as Christmas is on Hallmark, (laughs) all the gushy welcoming home stuff, it can be very difficult at times like this when we've had so much loss. You know, and I was just talking to Gary this morning. I said our small church has suffered a lot of loss. So we are glad to see you here, and we are so glad to see Patty because she's been sick and in and out of doctors and emergencies rooms. So Patty, it is so good to That's see you right. here.
1: And Cynthia too.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And everyone that came out this morning. We have changed a little something on Wednesday night. This is our last Wednesday night, of course, of this year. And of individual Bible studies for the winter months only.
1: Winter we, schedule.
3: Yeah, winter schedule. We're going to come together, men and women both inside the sanctuary. <laughs> like we used to do with one hour of just praise and worship and a word of the Lord and then come spring we would divide back out into the individual Bible studies at that time.
1: The ladies will start exercising faith again and the men will start wrestling again. That's the way it will work, right?
3: We exercise faith all the time. Don't we ladies? (laughs) And we we do want to recognize this being the last Sunday of this year. Wow. So what better place to be on the last Sunday of the year but in church, right? Amen. Yeah. Worshiping. So when we come together next Sunday, it will truly be a different year. Uh, 2022. It's amazing to say that. I remember when I was in school, and that was a long time ago, we had to write down what year we would be when we graduated. We had to write down what year we thought we'd be when we got married and became grandparents. And those years were so far out of our head, it was impossible to imagine it was like the Jetson type year.
1: Yes, 1996.
3: Yeah, (laughs) And, and I'm telling you when I look at the calendar and think 2022, wow. Betty's probably the oldest one sitting here today. You can really remember that. When you start remembering when the microwave was invented, when VCRs were invented, DVDs, you know, when you start uh, computers, you know, when it was all invented and, and you sit here and remember it, and you're thinking, it's before, wow. my time. it's before my time. Yeah. <laughs> Color TV? Color, oh, yes, it's yes, Color TV. That's right. Don't you love those things on Facebook when they have like the old that um rotary phones and they said do you remember this you're thinking what or hanging clothes on the line (laughs) but yeah we could go over a lot of things next year is another year and um we're just believing it would be a year of peace and joy for this congregation that's what we we want to believe. remember,
1: remember the verse in jeremiah that says i know the plans that i have for you says the Lord. Mm -hmm. plans to give you an expected end, not of of evil, but of good to give Mm -hmm. you an expected end. So we Mm -hmm. need to think like the Father God, don't we? Think like him, have his thoughts of good and not evil, and thoughts of an expected end. And what's the end? It says victory in Jesus throughout my Bible, doesn't it? Amen. That's where we need to live and set our thinking and our thoughts and our mind. Amen. Something fall over down there? Well it just did but it isn't is now.
3: It? Sorry. Looked like a hurricane came through with this tree. That what was happened to it?
1: Maybe the wind of the Spirit of God was blowing here. Yes. Hallelujah.
3: Now I'm making it worse, aren't I?
1: All right, where's the super glue? I gotta
3: get super glue. OCD okay. kicked in, it had to be right, and now I made it worse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I lost a check on the way here. I had it in my hand for offering and i lost it somewhere
1: it once was lost but now it shall be found right amen let some amazing well, grace manifest here
3: in our bulletin's one other thing we want to make sure of that y'all celebrate the life of Mike Gerard next Sunday here yes yes it's at 3 p.m. visitation service at 4 dinner at 5 so and we all wanna surround Rebecca while all she's going through during this time and her son, Jeremiah. Olivia, also, let's, the let's do some prayers over um, Pastor Al, Keith, Rebecca. What's going on, Patty, okay?
1: Okay, why don't we do this together and agree this, to this together. Father God, we, wanna, that we come to you because of the blood of Jesus Christ that enables us to come to your throne of grace. And we're going to, to proclaim, to speak, to receive grace in behalf of each of our family members here that have, have seen things go against their grace in their life. We're calling for the grace. We're speaking grace to the mountains that are standing before them right now, mountains of grief, mountains of loss, mountains of, uh, of, 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 of lack that appear to be there, Lord. We thank you, Father God, your grace is more than enough. And we speak that to each one of them. Command that those mountains be removed and be cast into the sea of forgetfulness and that they walk forth on level ground toward and through that grace right now with your comfort around them, with the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, comforting them and strengthening them and being their help as they go through this, Father God. And, and help each one of us to yield to your spirit, to be that vessel of hope, that vessel of help to each of of these, our family members. Of each one, Lord, we thank you, Father God, for manifesting yourself, your very being in our midst, like you said,
3: amen. Let's do something else. Um, Go ahead and play. Let's have prayer for Patty down front, Rebecca, Jeremiah, anyone else but especially for these families
1: you in the name of the Lord, Patty. Amen. We miss you, Patty. When we saw her this week, she kept saying over and over again, I miss my church.
0: I miss my church. I miss my church.
1: God told her, amen, to be here. I believe he did. Amen.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father.
1: look into the face of, of a little Olivia and I start getting a bad case of Papa fever coming back on me, you know? <laughs> last, last week we had uh, not only done the foundation work in Branson, but went over to Oklahoma to see my younglings, my little grandchildren, my kids, and it was a precious time. You saw the pictures that Cecil put up a week or so ago of that. Do you know where the lid to this thing is? darling you have it in your hand there okay I didn't I didn't want to be litless it It was it was a precious time she informed me she had uh, you know I'd, I'd started calling her my precious that movie that came out with the Lord of the Rings and that little guy Lord of the Rings, that the, he had the ring, you know, that he had found, and he, he called it my precious. You remember that? And so, that I, I gave her that name, and she informed me that she was no longer going to be called Precious. <laughs> when we were there, apparently she's growing up. She told Dola during a walk that she's seven going on seventeen. so what she told her. So,
0: <laughs>
1: and Dola says, well, "Are you going to play any sports?" She says. I am a girl. I'm a girly girl, right? I'm a girly girl. I wear dresses. I don't do that, she said. <laughs> so we were set. The record was set straight with Chloe with us, but then we had a little Izzy, and a little Izzy was she was the new precious, you know. She come up. She had to to have her. She still had a pacifier in her mouth. At, going on, she'll be two on the fifth of, of January, and she had a pacifier in her mouth. And I said. Well, Izzy is that we call it a plug in my family growing up when we were younger toddler. we call it a plug. Is that your plug? She says, No, papa, it's my button. My button. <laughs> so, <laughs> she spoke perfect, no baby talk, toddler English. She spoke perfect English the whole time we were there, full sentences and button, per, button and <laughs> it's my button, papa. No. <laughs> so we had a precious time. You understand why I would have some new papa fever coming on whenever we, we have Church and and some of these little yimp, precious young ones come up and, and look at their smiling face. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. And you see why Jesus said, "Unless you become as a little child, you're not going to understand and comprehend and grab hold of the kingdom of God." Amen. Glory. Amen. What are we doing going to next, Dola? We are going to
3: do well, missions Sunday. Right.
1: Okay. That's right. Missions. Sunday how many y'all know what today is it's the fourth Sunday and what Sunday is that at General Shepherd Fellowship? It's called missions Sunday. We you met our missionaries Barry and Kimba, right a few months back and they will They're like Arnold. They'll be back, Okay They're gonna come back from Ireland and then we have Jay Lorette remember brother Jay Cowboy Jay It was over we have them as our missionaries we're believing God to expand the missions department and to be adding some more on but those are the two right now we want to bless them with support every month. Amen. We want to plant seed into their ministry. Why is that? Because Jesus says more blessed to give than to receive, right? And I want to be blessed. Anybody here want to be blessed? Anybody, anybody not want to be blessed? I want to be blessed. So we're going to act upon that verse that says it's more blessed to give than to receive and give out of our substance to these ministries and expand the kingdom around the world. Amen. This is Mission Sunday. Don't forget this is also the time that we put in our tithes and our offerings to the Lord. Bring all the tithes into the treasury, it says in Malachi, that there be me, maybe food in my house and just prove me and see if I won't open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you won't have room to receive it. Does anybody have room for blessing at your house huh? or is your house already full? huh? You got room for blessing. OK, that's something to act upon. Right. Amen. We want to bring it all into him so that there'd be meat in his house and there'd be room in your house to be fully blessed and filled. Amen. Glory to God. So let's do that right now. Bring a sacrifice of praise. Hold our, hold our blessing up in our hands. Hold it up and just say these words. Lord Jesus, we're bringing this to you as our high priest. We're rejoicing before you in the blessings of heaven and we're obeying you right now we thank you for opening those windows and filling our houses with blessing amen amen let's sing the song betty we bring a sacrifice of praise
0: into the house of the lord we bring a sacrifice of praise into the house of the lord and we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving lord we offer up to you the sacrifices of praise and we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving, Lord, we offer up to you. The sacrifices of praise, amen,
1: amen. Is, is there a Rachel in the house, amen? Come on down, Rachel, the price is right, glory to God, Amen. I'll try not to interrupt you, okay?
2: As little children, we would dream of Christmas morn And all the gifts and toys we knew we'd find
1: How many of y'all have enjoyed this Oklahoma Christmas Day that we just had? No snow, not really too cold or anything like that. That's what I was used to. And I've told some folks, uh, I said, that's what I put my order in for this year, okay? Uh, No snow till after the first of the year and and, uh, a little bit warmer temperatures and hallelujah. It looks like I'm, I'm not taking credit. I'm just saying, hey, this is what's worked out. Amen. Praise God. Wonderful, wonderful Christmas celebrations yesterday, and uh, Rebecca and and, uh, Jeremiah and and all, we, we, you know, Becky, I saw your your post, I believe it might have been yesterday morning. It's just not the same and all that, and I was tore up. You can go back on my wall three years ago and see something similar, read a couple things, uh, because it was actually the same exact date three years ago. This all happened, so. Uh, Yes, it was it was difficult in that sense of the word, but it was a wonderful thing to get together with the family Celebrate and all because of the reason That he gave his life the reason for the season the one born to die now uh, Are there any boys and girls to come up for the thought for the day is Gabriel in? Gabe Hey, we have boys and girls today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord
2: Did you guys have a good Christmas? Yeah.
3: Yeah. He was here this morning, and I saw him. So him and my brother write me up. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. We're going to guess what's in here. Okay. I haven't gave you a clue yet. Okay. To guess what's in here. Okay, go ahead, Gabriel. What do you think before I give you a clue? A mini Christmas tree? No. Good thinking though. This is something us girls put on our body. It's something our, us girls put on our body. And it, huh? Shampoo? Shampoo? No. Good guess though. The
1: no. I'm hungry. I'm
0: sorry. I'm hungry.
3: Right now, so. What does what us girls put on our body? You hope. Hopefully, right? You hope. Soap? That's a good guess.
2: It's
3: it's something that smells really good. Okay, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. I'm going to do this. Close your eyes. What's it smell like? Okay, you know, open your eyes. Perfume. Mm. (laughs) Smells good. Do you know? You almost had it. You're right. That
0: smells better than tamales, for sure.
3: You know, in the Bible, in Revelations um, 5-8, it says that our prayers, when we're praying to the Lord, is like a beautiful, sweet aroma. It's like a fragrance, that Jesus loves so much when we pray to him. So when we pray to Jesus, it smells good, and he likes it. How about that? Okay, now we stand up, we line up. You want to go with us, Olivia? Okay, hang on for <laughs>
1: <laughs> Praise God. Praise Jesus. Somebody praise Jesus. Somebody praise the Lord right now. Somebody praise. Ooh, the reason for the season. I might have to get some help with this boot up here. They really, you know, I told you all what, what had happened on this. I was winning too many rounds of duck, duck, the goose, you remember? And, and they, they wanted a handicap, so they put a handicap boot so I couldn't run so fast. And boy, boys, it made a difference, I'm telling you what. Uh, we... Uh, we, uh, we wanted to come together. We come together with family yesterday to enjoy celebrating the reason for the season. Uh, my son James prayed the most wonderful prayer before we, we ate together yesterday evening. Uh, and he, he ended it with this. We, love it. we all love you, Jesus. Amen. I don't know how true that was for each person there, but I think so. Because everybody there said, amen, glory to God. That's the wonderful thing about it all. We can come together as one. You know, uh, th- the season uh, brings a sense of peace and wonder and all You understand that, right? All my life uh, from childhood, because our culture and our society has decided to, like, major on this particular holiday at the end of the year, uh, you know, for commercial and other reasons, but also spiritual reasons because of the influence of the church in this nation and so we have this sense of wonder and awe and peace and and all and and uh, as king's kids we have the opportunity to welcome everyone into this new life the true reason we celebrate the time of year why is that because there is a new life that's been made available to us there was an old life and what was that old life based upon it wasn't life at all was it The Bible says this in Romans. It says that that first first family, Adam and Eve, messed up so bad it says death passed upon all men through their genes. Horrible thing. Through their genes comes and passes upon all men. And so what Jesus comes is to restore life, a new life, and put us in that new life. Now, we think, I remember a couple of years back, or a year and a half ago whenever I was in Swede's hospital and they were, you remember all the testimony about them wanting to cut my foot off, right? I remember while I was in there, they wouldn't let anybody come visit you, including your wife. And I com—I I com- jokingly complained the whole time, you won't let my wife in here so she can kiss my owies. And you give me lots of owies here, people. And I, I joked with them about that, but you know what? They wouldn't let anybody visit. And you know why, partly? It was the, the so-called pandemic, yes, but also because the BLM pandemic was going on, if you remember correctly. And people were, were riding in the streets, maybe not as much here, some other places, but there was that going on. And you understand that there were, <clears throat> the, the basis of all that was racism, right? They say the word racism, right? As far as I'm concerned, each person in this room is in the human race. That's the race we're running. Uh, if, uh, and like I've spoken, you know they, they make a difference in the color of our skin and this racism thing, you see. And uh, when Brother James and Holly started coming one time, we were in the men's group, and I, I made mention of the fact that I said, you know what? Here's what I look at. If, uh, if someone walks up with a razor blade and, and makes a slice across your arm, what color shows up on your arm brother it's red right that means we bleed red right that means we're the same well you know maybe not exactly the same but we're human we're We're humans as it says on one of those star trek characters humans we're humans we're peoples and and we're that so so, and i said uh, i don't care I don't care what color uh, your, uh, you know, what color your shell is, brother. Don't matter to me what color shell you got on. You're still a turtle like me inside, right? <laughs> turtle, 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 right? <laughs> We're all turtles, right? You just have a different color shell on you, right? So, what right do I have to make any kind of judgments or any kind of actions or my any kind of attitude toward you because your shell color is different, right? That's the way we look at it, right? We, we think that we've been afflicted with terrible racism in the United States of America because of some of those circumstances of the past centuries, right? And the way people, wrongfully, I have family, because I'm from the South, that wrongfully addressed folks, people of color, and had a bad attitude to, I have family members like that. I didn't join them in it, but I had family like that. And I got to actually see that sometimes. Didn't join them, but I got to see it, okay? but you know that we think that it's so terrible here oh and people moan about it and all that but you know there was a much worse instance of racism in past millennia and centuries and there was a group called the jews you might have heard of seen a jew i am partly genetically jewish a great grandparent okay they were the jews And they were actually God's client nation chosen to represent him, to bring his word into earth, to bring this Savior that we celebrate at Christmas into the earth. They were the chosen ones for that. And they they were special because of that. But did you know their heads swelled over it? By the time of Jesus, we see a record in the Gospels, believe in Matthew, there was a man praying, and he says, uh, he, was, he was one of the church folk. He was a Pharisee, I believe it said. And he said, Father, uh, God in heaven, I thank you that I'm not like this, these sinners out here. But I tithe, and I give, and I, I come and say my prayers, and I come to the sacrifices and all that. So I'm not like them. I thank you for that, Lord. Now, how many remember what Jesus' reaction to that was? He said, there was another man standing right near the altar near him. And the man was, he was a, a publican, right? Publican, a tax collector, a notorious, what they called a sinner. He wasn't a church folk at all. He was embarrassed probably to go to church. But he stood and it says he looked up to heaven. He didn't bow his head or do any religious. He looked up to heaven and did this. God have mercy on me, a sinner. What did Jesus say about that? He said, I'm telling you something. That man was justified before my father because he realized the reality of his life and acknowledged it. He wasn't putting on a mask of religion. Yes, Lord, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I got the tithe mask on. Yes. Oh, let me let me change the tithe mask for an offering mask. For a sacrifice mask. Let me change the tithe mask for my... I fast and pray more than these others. Let me put my fasting mask on, Lord, before I come to see you. It wasn't any of that. It was, here I am. Have mercy on me. You realize? The man got things right in that instance. But you know what? The religious folks... They had a big problem with racism. Uh, they looked down terribly. Uh, we, were, we were talking about, Dola had seen something on a movie about a, a Jewish man wanting to get closer to a Gentile girl. And his father said, no, you can't, she's a, a kike or something like that, or a sanskis or skris, some weird pronunciation. He was calling her a dirty word. It was the equivalent Of today, people will say, Oh, they use the N word on them. You know, that's a horrible thing. It is a terrible thing to, to say. It was the equivalent of that. And so you understand, back in the days of Jesus, horrific racism, the Jews thought, We got the goods, buddy. Instead of like the guy saying, Have mercy, they were like, Look at me, Father. Look at me. I gave my tithes. Here's my receipt for my tithes, Lord. And, Lord, I, here's my receipt for the offerings that I paid for and brought to the temple and sacrificed. And, and Father God, here, here, here is my prayer log. He pulls out the book in a big old long log. See, Lord, I prayed this long. I prayed two hours here. Uh, it wasn't in tongues, but it, I prayed two hours here, Lord. And, and here, I prayed here for two hours in Hebrew, Lord. And so I prayed, and look at me, look at me, Lord, look how, what a, what a hot dog I am. You see? And, and so he was superior in his own eyes. He became racist looking down on all those who live the ordinary life of the carnality flesh and flesh and didn't come to pray and didn't come to give. He looked down on them. And so they were racist, especially against people that weren't in the Jewish bunch, that didn't go to church. Have y'all ever been around anybody like that? They're prejudiced against folks who don't go to church. I've seen it. I grew up in the assembly of God, which is supposed to be open and spirit-filled, right? But there were youth and there were adults in that group. that I mean, they looked down at school. They looked down on the other people and the other kids and teachers who did not go to church. They were sort of racist toward them, spiritually speaking. The Jews were guilty of the same thing. Horrific racism. And their their attitude was, it's not possible for that goyim. That was their dirty word for a Gentile, that goyim over there. Not possible they could ever come to God to be saved. It's just us, big shots, us big wits. They were really nitwits, but there were big wits in there, as you see. <clears throat> and so uh, there, there was a big, huge, scandalous uh, attitude and thing about that. Uh, you ain't seen nothing about racism till you walk with the Jews of Jesus's day. Uh, Ephesians two fourteen says this in the message: the Messiah has made things up between us. That was between Jews and Gentiles. Has made things up between us so that we're now together on this, both non-Jewish outsiders and Jewish insiders. He tore down the wall we used to keep each other at a distance. And gave us peace between each other. Big issue. Big issue. The Jews said there's no way those goyim out there could have peace with God because they're not one of us. They weren't children of Abraham, they weren't children of Jacob and and Isaac. They can't. It's not possible. So uh, you can see the deeper meaning of Isaiah 9 6. You can look at that in your Bibles if you have one there, Isaiah 9, 6. Actually a familiar scripture to a lot of folks. It says this, for unto us, this is a Christmas classic scripture. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called. Does anybody remember what his names were called here? Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, what was the final one? The Prince of Peace. Today, I had an inspiration. I'm going to try to get this done so Dola's not tied up, or, or Rebecca's not tied uh, Dola's not tied up in there so long. My brain, you understand, I have been uh, standing against some physical things for weeks here now. And I told Dola the other day, she asked me, why didn't you remember that? I said, sweetheart, my brain sometimes will go off track on me. And I'll forget things or I'll think something else has happened or something you gotta forgive me. So y'all just bear with me, okay? Bear with me. The brain sometimes goes off the track a little bit lately, but I'm getting better. Hallelujah. The pipes have gotten better, amen. From from the last three weeks, right? Amen. Praise God. Jesus is my healer. Glory to God. I'll hold on to that. So today I had this inspiration. Why not have a, a message called Peace Man? Peace. Some of you are old enough to remember. Some of you not. Back when I was in grade school, during grade school years, there was a group. There was a group in the Christian world called the Jesus Movement, and they came out of another movement called the Hippies. anybody ever heard of the Hippies? anybody ever run across a real honest to goodness hippie in your life? anybody ever get the opportunity to hang with a bunch of hippies? They were a different. They they were from a different cloth, so to speak. And a different thought process and and maybe you're just not saying it out loud Maybe you joined in with them a little bit there, you know, and I I went hung with a couple of them and They had this they didn't think like the rest of us Things that mattered to to the rest of society didn't matter so much to them. Okay, but one of their their main phrases They like to to smoke a little marijuana and what have you You know They they abuse drugs and stuff and and didn't live the normal godly style normal stable lifestyle of of normal Americans at all they rebelled against all of that and so they would smoke a little marijuana and stuff and, and abuse drugs and what have you but one of their phrases they were seeking peace and so one of their phrases was peace man if somebody come up to confront him or anything man peace peace man peace peace man so this morning i wanted to talk about peace man Uh, Unto us that child has given his name shall be called uh, seven different names But the Prince of Peace being the most important one and the reason I say that is because Jesus it says in Ephesians. He broke down a wall between spiritually the most deepest form of racism that ever existed or maybe still exists was spiritual racism the king's kids and the non-king's kids, amen? The, Jew, the Messiah made things up. He brought us together. He broke down the wall that was between us. He tore down the wall. We used to keep each other at a distance. And what did he do? It says he made peace between us. So there is no more, literally no more racism spiritually. The carnal racism is surface and it'll die away. The spiritual stuff will stay forever, you see. So Jesus made peace, and we have peace man, the prince of peace. Seven Bible verses I want to look at quickly this morning. I think I can get done in 15 minutes here. Allotted before the Luby's opens. (laughs) That was the joke back home. You know, we had the Luby's cafeteria. I haven't seen one up here. Big, nice cafeteria. Uh, they would actually, at the last few years, they would let you, like Apostle Paul, they'd let you buffet your body with some really good cafeteria food there. And you go in. And so the big deal was you wanted your pastor to make sure he got done so you could beat the Baptist over to Lubies and get to the feeding trough for the Baptists, because they would take a big old long line there, you see. So that was the joke there. You want to beat the Baptist to Lubies? you see. We don't have that many Baptists up here, so I can't make that joke, can I? it says uh, for unto us a child is born to us a son is given the government shall be upon his shoulders his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace does anybody need translation of that (laughs) i know i was talking quickly Uh, we've got some verses we're looking at the first one was this one in isaiah unto us a son is born the government will be on his shoulders he will be called wonderful counselor mighty god Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the government will be upon his shoulders. No one will have the right. Be why? Because everybody is under his government. He has broken down any walls. There's no border. There's no wall like we're having built by the state of Texas right now, finished. By the state of Texas down yonder. There's no separation. There's no como está amigo on one side. And how you doing, buddy, on the other? It's all hallelujah to the lamb here. Hallelujah. There's no wall, no separation, no reason to stay apart. He's broken it all down. Hallelujah. There's a great song. He is our peace who has broken down every wall. Cast all your cares on him for he cares for you because he is our peace. Peace, man. Peace, man. Okay. So we want to. Through these verses share the hope and the joy of the season with everyone the reason for the season was to break down the wall and bring peace you understand that we we we, we make a lot of well it's gone over there there was a, a screen over there with the baby and the manger and all that right we make a lot of that everybody sings songs about it and away in a manger and oh uh, holy night and i love the songs anybody like the songs enjoy the songs Enjoy singing the songs, but we go and major on that, but you know the real reason he was born Remember I said earlier he was born to die He was born to die why to break down every wall to break down the walls between people between creation So the creation could come together and it says we are one in the father We are one in the son to make us one in Christ Jesus why uh, God said this about people back in the Old Testament. You remember they they were building a tower. You remember that, and the Lord consulted. It says they consulted Father, Son, Holy Ghost together. Consulted and said, Look, if we let this go on, uh, they're as one, and nothing will be restrained. But they're one in evil. That was the problem. They're not one under us and with us like we're one holy righteous one they're one in their evil under the influence of lucifer and guess what nothing will be restrained to them they can do anything they choose they can build rockets and fly to the moon (laughs) because they're one and so what did god do? remember what god did god created a little chink in their oneness what did he do he went down it says he caused them they're all uh the, the foreman over here is commanding the the carpenters over there. I need you to nail those at a 45 degree angle I- into the base over there. And as he's talking, suddenly it's coming out to the carpenters over there. And and it's suddenly everyone is like, What? What? what'd you what'd you say, foo? <laughs> there there was no peace, man. all the peace was broken. Why? Because they were no longer one. They were no longer together, you see. And so God did that to bring, he he did this in Jesus to bring us into one body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, The the passage here reminds us the birth of Jesus was foretold. You see, God had this. Uh, Sometimes uh, when we're at home, Dola will be telling me about something and instructing me about something something I've done hundreds of times. My, you ever had that happen? Someone's telling you how to do something, and you've done it hundreds of times, and you can do it while you're sleeping, probably. I saw Jeff waving his hand back there. You, you can do it while you're sleeping, right? You can do it with your eyes closed, right? And and we're going along, and you know what? Sometimes I'll kind of, I'll stop, and I say, I'll say, baby love, I, I got this, okay? I got this. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I'll leave it to you. I'll leave you to it. Okay, okay. You know, sometimes that happens, right? We got this. We think we got this. But I'll tell you this God got this. God had this. He had this figured. And He told everybody what He was going to do. This was foretold and anticipated for hundreds of years. The, the people of God, the Jewish nation, waited through uh, some really rough times. You go back and anybody ever read the history? The the apocryphal Old Testament books, Maccabees and some of those books, the other nations that were conquering the Jews did horrible, horrible things to them. It sure didn't look like God had this with I'm telling you, it didn't look like it to the people. Right. Because, well, they weren't serving improperly anyway, but it didn't look like God had this. But he did. It reminds us that God had this in spite of the tumult. I want to tell you this in spite of your. Tumult in your life in spite of what appears to be the lack of peace in your life. God has this Jesus has this you walk with him He talks about if you abide in me and my words abide in you You shall ask you shall demand as you're right what you will and it shall be done You need deliverance anything like that when you're walking bound up with Jesus abiding in that vine Jesus You can speak forth he gives you the right why because you're in him He's got this God's got this for each one of us So this passage reminds us that God was saying I got this for everybody facing challenges right now You can look forward to the presence because he's moved in with us This is the difference from being an Old Testament Jewish person and being a New Testament king's kid I like that. anybody got that book, How to Live Like a King's Kid? anybody ever read that? That was back in the seventies. I know that maybe might, might be before some of your times, right? I have a copy of it at home. It was a wonderful book. It was an engineer fellow, a heathen, 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 who finally one one day. The Lord got a hold of his life, and he received Jesus and was filled with the Spirit of God, and he shares about the adventures of his adventures as a king's kid changing from a child of, of Lucifer of the devil over to this other kingdom having the peace of God inside his heart and the way it changed his life he was a, a very famous full gospel businessman speaker when he left for heaven you see Harold Hill was his name great book I recommended I'll make it available and that wants to read it I'll make it available here of my copy of it because it's wonderful reading and a great adventure that he talks about so <laughs> it reminds us <clears throat> that we could look forward to the presence of this prince of peace in all of our circumstances uh, I, I shared with rebecca that it was three years actually 3 years ago to the day that i uh, sat up in the bed with my wife of 33 years and and i didn't sit up she sat up suddenly and she's saying I can't, I can't breathe i can't breathe and I sat up suddenly, like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm, I'm trying to open my can of whoop from heaven on, on the devil because this isn't right. She can't breathe. And I'm commanding, demanding, and I get the breathe right. She liked essential oils, got that out, started to do this. And it, within 60 seconds, um, she, left me for he- she left me, like I say, for another man, the man Jesus. She was gone. And it was very, uh, very difficult. Sudden. No warning. No warning. She was telling everybody she was healthier than she'd been in, in years and felt good and really had things go and really planning on things to, to, to move, and go forward. And, and suddenly, boom. Terrible circumstance to find myself in. Uh, then I see my children had all moved away, f- moved out of the house. So I guess who has to call the children? Guess who, within a, f- a few seconds is calling 911 within two minutes, there are uh, paramedics there at the house, and, and they're working on her Earth suit. She had already left. I didn't realize it. They're working on her Earth suit. She had left. Then um, I've got to call my children one by one. One of them didn't answer the phone. I had to call many times. Two of them it was it was like, "Oh, oh, oh no, oh no." and they were at the house shortly. Very difficult time, very difficult time. But you know what? The Prince of Peace was there throughout it all. You know what happened to me? I was always the one who had to maintain everything. In a, you know, I'd been a contractor and had to be the, f- the, the guy maintaining the peace at the job and keeping the job going and keeping the materials at the job and keeping the customers. Ha- I had to be, do that all the time. So I am in slipped into that mode for my children To keep life from falling apart for my children. I'm the strong one. I'm a robot walking around Toward a smithereens inside But I'm handling everything I'm doing everything for the family Hallelujah And I'm not asking for pity. I'm just sharing what had happened there So in the middle of all the circumstances you got the Prince of Peace now look at Luke chapter 2 verses 13 through 14 Luke chapter 2 verses 13 through 14 Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. In this verse about peace, we see the good news brought to some simple shepherds. Remember they're not simple shepherds these are the navy seals the air force search and rescue the army rangers of shepherds they're the top the cream of the cream the pick the top of the list of your shepherds that you hire the great the best of the best why because they were watching over and breeding the cream of the cream of sheep because god had demanded in the old testament if you're going to come offer me on passover day for your sins you must offer a lamb without what without blemish without without any kind of deformity anything wrong with him whatsoever you could not offer him so these were specific sheep bred for that purpose you know they weren't your ordinary run-of-the-mill gi joe gi jane sheep they were navy seal army ranger sheep and so uh, they weren't important in the eyes of the world, but they were important because God saw them. Uh, the peace of the season is available to all on whom his favor rests. How many of us have the favor of God? Anybody? How many, how many of you know it says it in the word? Psalm chapter 5, verse 12. Write that down. Circle that in your Bible. Write it out in big letters. Put it on your refrigerator door, okay? Because that's specifically to each of you. It says this. For Lord, you will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround them like with a shield, like with favor. So we have that favor. You realize that, it, that his peace is available to those that have his favor upon them. That's us. Doesn't matter your job, your background, your past. Let there be peace to everybody this season. John 14, 27, moving right along. John fourteen twenty seven this savior this baby that was born that day comes up into his own into his status as the messiah and john 1427 27 says peace i leave with you my peace i give you i don't give to you as the world gives don't let your hearts be troubled do not be afraid i want to say this rebecca do not be afraid I know, the tempt- I know the temptation. I understand. Do not let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. I understand that. But Jesus said that because he is peace. I make my peace available to you. Many will try to disrupt our peace. And we all know that, right? We all know that. The world will try to scare us. The world will try to trouble us up. Just watch the evening news. Amen. Turn on 530, Nora Roberts and company, you know. Turn on 6 o'clock, whoever it is. <laughs> 17 or 23, whoever. Turn it on. And just watch. They'll try to trouble and take your peace away and weigh you down. But the verse about peace here tells us the peace we have in Jesus is different. It's different. It'll last. It has holding power. Amen. It's better than the energizer bunny, you know. Hallelujah, it keeps a going keeps on ticking and takes the biggest lickings doesn't it? Amen It'll it'll withstand any circumstance So thank the Lord for that peace that he promised and put in our heart and for his command Let not your heart be troubled Keep the peace inside. Amen Romans 15 13 May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you can overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Who is who has the Holy Spirit moved inside your body with you? Huh? Anybody here? Have you received this person of the Holy Spirit? Yes, yeah, you received Jesus, right? That's salvation, right? But then Jesus said there is a further step. Receive the the infilling the baptism of my spirit. Amen? Because the Spirit is who makes you like Him. The Spirit is who works through your mind and through your. The rest of you to bring you into true Christianity being like Jesus Christ. Amen. So <clears throat> we, we think it's safe to say we could all use a little hope. Can anybody use a little hope in your life? Huh? Uh, you know, we, we'd all raise our hand. I, ha- I have expectation. That doesn't mean I'm a hoping and a praying. That's just wishing. You've done a lot of that in your life, right? You just, you just wish for something, right? Wish upon us when we wish upon a star, Right. That's not the meaning of that word in your Bible. It means you, uh, it, it's been promised. You confidently expect you know it's yours. You know, my, my daddy said it. I, I got it, you know, my kids, we're going to Brahms. Chloe and Emma, uh, Izzy, I said, you know what? We got to go to proms and have one of their banana splits. You should have seen them eyes go like this. <sighs> Dad, Dad. Dad, Papa's, we're going to Brahms, Dad, Dad. (laughs) And you should have seen when we picked him up, took him over there. That hope became substance, became faith. Papa, Dad, Papa's taking us to Brahms. Faith in the word of their Papa, you see. That was hope, that was confident expectation. They could already taste those, Brahms has the best ice cream. And the best banana splits and everything else—they make it. Them they, they grow their own cows. Okay, they make it all there. So we they, they they had a confident expectation. Could taste that banana split before we even got there, and they acted like it. Amen. Glory to God. Fill us with joy and peace as we trust in Him. As we hope, we overflow with hope. Amen. Could use a little hope. If we want to overflow with hope, fill with joy and peace. Peace, man, peace, man, fill with joy and peace. So set aside time to spend with the spirit of God, building trust in God so you can bring joy and peace and hope to everybody. You ought to be overflowing with this. Everybody you, you, honest to God. It's his will. Why does he let us stay here? Why not? Here, I've, I've thought about this a number of times. Why not when I say Jesus be the Lord of all the kingdoms of my heart I thank you for saving me like you said you would you're my Savior you're my Lord hallelujah thank you for salvation why not at that moment why doesn't he go zap do not pass go do not collect $200 go straight to heaven Zip. and you're already wouldn't that be wonderful like I've told you before I got the opportunity to be up there. I'm telling you it's it's worth waiting for boy Would it be wonderful to get on up there right now though. I'm telling you <laughs> and, and and you know what? Uh, why doesn't he do that? Why do, why does he leave you here? Why are you here? Why do you wake up at night and oh oh wake up to get out of bed? Oh Give me some of that Ben gay stuff. Oh why? Why do you wake up in the morning and your tums aching? Oh, get me, get me a tums. Oh, honey, you know why do that? Why do we have that? Why do we wake up in the morning? Oh my goodness, I don't want to go to work.
0: Oh, I don't want to go to work. <laughs>
1: Anybody ever have that ever happen to you? Huh? <laughs> I don't want to see that, but I don't want to see them. Anymore. No,
0: Lord, please.
1: <laughs> ever do that? You know why? Why are we left in the middle of all that? Huh? Because why? Because God is like I've said before, we're an exhibit in the, in the Supreme Court of heaven and we're demonstrating the fairness, the justice of God. Why? He saved us. He brought us out of darkness where we belonged into his light and made us his kids and his kids are going to go act like him going to go live like him. His kids are going to go make more kids. Can y'all see that? His kids are gonna go make more kids. How? By being Jesus to them, by displaying the peace. Have you ever had it happen? I had people work for me, or people I've been working alongside of, and they would come up to me later. I had a couple of them say, "Man, I don't, I don't know what you're doing, or I don't know really who you are, really. But you know, wh- whatever that is you got, I." have I, I, you know, I think I might like a little of that, you know, I might like that. Okay Whatever you got. Let me have some you ever had that happen. That's the will of God. That's the purpose That's why we're still here. Come on now. You missed a good chance to say amen right there Amen. <laughs> amen the preaching people come on now pat myself on the back. Okay, Amen. so uh, We we need to overflow with the hope the expectation of heaven of everything that he's promised the inheritance. Amen Ephesians two and seventeen, he came and preached peace to you who were far away, and peace to those who were near. Whether a person is close or far from God, Jesus reaches out. You understand that? He's reaching out. I can remember getting saved, First Assembly, of God, Kennedy, Texas, fourteen years old, this tall, weighed about eighty pounds, eighty-five pounds, a little tiny beanpole, and coming back to school and the bully. Paul, he looked like a muscled up Fonz. I see him walking down the hall. Paul used to pick on me, he was a bully. And me and these two other little squirts in the freshman class, and he was up, and he'd pick on us, and his favorite thing was to take his senior ring that he some way had bought off someone, he wasn't a senior, and he'd take that senior ring and rake it across your head as he went by. Oh, and you're going, oh, you know, you're ready to, you'd like to hit him, but you don't dare. Well, Paul is coming down the hallway, and I'm coming down the opposite way of the hallway, and I see him. And I'm going, oh, because I've got saving the Holy Ghost tonight before. I'm doing that. And as he got closer, all of a sudden, that look on his face is that come on, buddy. (laughs) That look suddenly changed. And he kind of put his head down and walked on past. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Light, that light was overcoming, and whatever that was, it was got a hold of him. You see, preached peace to those who were near and those who were far. Whether you're close or far from God, Jesus reaches out to all of us, and He meets us right where we are to give us what we desperately need. Do you have a desperate need today? Have you got a desperate need? Don't let the doubts that are coming your way. The worries and the concerns rule over what God has already proclaimed, what he's already provided for you in this life. Amen. Philippians 4, 7, closing with this. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, our world cannot understand true peace. When I did the contracting, there were times we had near disaster situations arise on projects. And at the end of the day, when we overcame, we take the word of the Lord and apply the favor of God into our situations. We came out on top of this disastrous situation. And the men who didn't really, you know, I, I did reach out to the men, but... You know we're working together. You don't have time to preach have church all the time with them. Okay So they understood where I stood and so I let out the word of the Lord out of my mouth and they heard it And some of them are looking at each other like this old boy all his marbles aren't there now listen to him (laughs)
2: Look
1: what he listen what he's saying. There's no way. That's gonna work like that. There's no way. We're gonna get this done properly There's no way. We're not gonna get sued (laughs) at the end of the day we're on top of it and they're coming back to me saying man Man, I don't know what you did. You, you, whatever you said must have really worked, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, 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 Glenn. It did work. Why? It wasn't because of me. It was because of the one who said it first. And you go, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah. Okay, I see that. Okay. and go going. You see, we understand the peace of God that passes all understanding guards our hearts and minds in every situation. It can guard. Three years ago, it guarded I, I was ripped to shreds in my soul for weeks and weeks and weeks And you know what? God brought me out. of? I ended. up now. Maybe some folks might not agree But you know what the Lord brought me here and dropped me here in Rockford <laughs> Dropped me here at the side of a beautiful blue-eyed blonde and and here we are. Hallelujah. I Had nothing I'd gone through some business circumstances, was stripped clean. I was what you call broke because of that. And then all of a sudden, my, my bride of 33 years is just gone. I have a funeral to pay for. I have all kinds of things going on. And guess what? I came out on top. Why? The peace of God, the favor of God, the shalom of God that passes all understanding. The world doesn't understand it. Because it defies the understanding of the world Uh, peace in the world is is shallow it's fleeting Uh, The Bible verse about peace tells us the peace of God is deep. It's true So what do we do we go after that peace that transcends and reaches around all of our circumstances, amen Glory to God. Anybody happy today? Does anybody have peace Does anybody not have peace? We want to pray with you right now to pray with you and make sure that you, that peace is filling your hearts, your lives right now in Jesus name. Praise you, Father God. Father God, I'm thanking you for your word. I'm thanking you that your word doesn't return empty and nothingness, but it does accomplish what you have placed in it to fulfill that we don't have to worry or fret or have any anxiety about anything. But we can commit to you. We can set our hearts, set our hooks in your peace that passes understanding. And we can know in our knower, know that we know that we know that we know that you have it. That we can say and mean it. God's got this. Father, you've got this. I refuse to worry about it. I've let it go into your hands. I'm praising you that it's, you got it. We can do that, Father God. We thank you for that. Thank you that you're greater. You're the great God. You're greater than anything, anyone, anywhere, anyhow. That you're greater than all of it. And that you placed us in Jesus, which is also in you.